It is so good to see everyone here. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I saw a, a cartoon this morning that said uh, the New Year celebration at the old folks' home from 7.15 to 7.30. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I didn't, I'm not just speaking disparagingly about anyone, not, not about anyone in particular. So, well, wanna, all, all of us in general, I'm trying to disparage everybody in general as a, as a whole, as a whole. So, well, we want to welcome especially our, uh, our Florida contingent uh, that, that left at 83 degrees today and came in. Yeah, God bless Dan and Marta Lewis. Welcome. Glad you guys are here. So let's all stand and let's worship this evening. So this morning, uh, this morning and afternoon as we prayed, first thing we did is we just thank God for what he has done. And as we worship tonight, the, the verse that we read is out of Psalm 100. And part of it is that uh, it says, Enter his courts with thanksgiving. Enter his, enter his gates with praise and his courts with thanksgiving. And so as we gather tonight, we're going to do the same thing. We're going to thank him and worship him, for he is worthy. Amen. Father, we do come before you in this week devoted to you. And Father, you've already, already moved in our midst. You've already ministered to us and us to you. And so, Father, we just continue to, to seek you this evening to want to be in your presence to be be with you this whole week for your glory and for your honor in jesus name amen first peter 5 6 says humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of god so that at the proper time he may exalt you Casting all your anxieties on him, because he cares for you. Be sober-minded. Be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Resist him, firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. To him be the dominion forever and ever. Amen. There's a place that I believe God is inviting us to tonight but the only way you can get to where he's inviting us to is by humbling ourselves by lowering ourselves and that's not easy because our flesh wants to stay in control our minds our wills our emotions we, we want we don't want to be out of control talks about humbling ourselves and the next line he says casting your anxiety 
casting all your anxieties on him, all your worries. Does pride have something to do with worry? feel like we have we have the right to worry about this whatever it is it's really saying that God I got this one I've got this one to go higher in him to go deeper in him we really must let go of ourselves let go of our control and that just seems so counter intuitive seems so counter to the way it ought to be but I care about it I, I care so deeply I've got to do something about it when in the reality is it's just it is backwards there, there are so many things that are completely backwards in the kingdom from natural thinking and it just seems impossible that God would really do it that way but he gets to do it the way he wants to do it because he's God I believe I am convinced that he's inviting us into a place tonight that we can't go with pride in our lives It's amazing that he's even inviting us. It's, a, it's amazing to me that he's willing to reveal that much of himself to us ever. But there is, there is a price to pay for that. <laughs> and what a price. Our pride. I'm pretty sure it's worth it. It's, pretty, it's worth saying, you know what, Lord, I'm sorry. I relinquish even my right to worry. I relinquish my right to be in control. I relinquish my right to be dignified. I relinquish my right to be self-made. I relinquish my right to be proud. Where he's calling us this year could either survive or we can more than conquer but the only way we can more than conquer is his way and that is as this song says becoming completely undone
humbling ourselves under his mighty hand. And in due season, when he's ready, he will exalt us. He will exalt you. Sometimes when one way, just one way, that we can become undone, that we can yield to Him, is to do something we've never done before. To follow Him and obey Him in such a way. Throughout the whole worship time tonight, I just kept hearing singing in the Spirit. Now you can you can sing in the Spirit in a lot of different ways. There's the, the 70s and 80s way. Then there's today's way. Or anywhere in between. What I just kept hearing was Jamie playing this song and we just all begin to sing in the Spirit. As the Lord gives utterance, you can do it in melody or harmony or syncopated. I don't care. As the Lord leads you. But I encourage you, and if you go away to say, I've never sang in the Spirit. Wow. Glory to God. just say tonight that what we desire is your presence. Lord, even where we've ever been with your presence, we just want more. Thank you that you've honored us with your presence in this place, and we just yield to that. Thank you that we can be undone. Holy Spirit's dispensing or diffusing even the fragrance of the Holy Spirit of the Lord here right now. Some of you may even smell that fragrance. But it's flowing through here. He's, dif he's diffusing the fragrance of the knowledge of who He is. He's diffusing His love in this place right now. Can you feel it? Oh Lord, we just choose to enjoy it.
Lord, we just choose even now to experience, to take that time to experience your presence, <clears throat> to taste and see that you're good and to smell your fragrance, Lord. And I feel like the Lord is saying to us as we begin this new year that that's his desire, that we would come more consistently into his presence, just like this quiet. And then even as we do something a little bit later, other modes that he wants to bring us in this year, but for sure to enjoy his presence. We cannot share his presence if we haven't experienced it, can we? But there's something sweeter that he wants to do this year. We're in this special time. There's an outpouring of his love. There's an outpouring so that the world may know him. But first of all, we as his people, let's us just enter in and know him. What's on my heart for tonight, and Roger and I are going to share a little bit, has to do with uh, uh, the scripture Pastor John just shared that maybe uh, a theme, I don't know what he shared last night, but out of 2 Corinthians 2, verse 14 and 15, I'm going to read, Now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ. Aren't you glad that's always? And through us, through us, <laughs> what an honor diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. For we are to God the fragrance of Christ among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. I like that translation because it's, we're, we're that fragrance to both. And the next verse talks about to some that are perishing, it's, it's a stench of death even. And yet, what God's put on my heart to share, and Roger's tonight, has to do with this love that we have for God, that he would make it so practical in us that others can receive. And so as we're being uh, diffused like that, we, we have to find a place. And just, it actually ties with what Pastor John was saying, that it has to do with our laying down our pride and just being undone and just listening. And he, God's changing some things in us. And so I just wonder, how many of you have ever told a story to somebody and you were excited about what you were going to share and you get partway through it and you can tell that they've gone somewhere? <laughs> how do you feel about that? We have a choice, I guess, but how many of you have had that happen to you? <laughs> All right. So maybe uh, we, we might just discover that we've lost their attention. They may look away or they may be distracted or maybe they even interrupt our story. Could be. But somehow we've lost their attention, and sometimes we're just disappointed, aren't we? Or sometimes we just say, well, so much for that relationship, you know? And then other times we just feel dishonored that maybe they didn't receive. So what I want us to look at a little bit tonight is how that might work in our, in our lives as we're meeting people and being with people this year, that we might want to think about that ourselves as being diffusers of that fragrance and how that's going to happen even as we tell a story or we listen to a story. So sometimes when we're telling our story, whatever kind of story, it might be about family, it could be about cars, it could be about football, whatever, right? Cars, <laughs> wherever you're at. And you're telling it, sometimes we need to change the style of the story, how we tell the story. And um, sometimes, how many think that sometimes people turn away because we have too many details? Okay, could be. And sometimes they're just not prepared to receive what we have to say. Would you agree with that? Sometimes they're, not, they're just not prepared to receive. And so what I think that what, what's on our hearts to share tonight 
is that maybe, I'd like to propose to you tonight that maybe our chief uh, opportunity and job this next year is to be responsible for the cultivating of the soil of someone else's heart. We're busy thinking about our own sometimes, and we, we, we know how we feel, so that's why I asked you the question, because other people feel that way as well. And so sometimes we want to share what we have to share. There, the soil of the, of the heart is not prepared to receive that thing at that, at that point. So we have a, a choice to either let it go or else improve our communications, uh, because they're not going to be able to hear what we have to say until soil has been cultivated. So how many would think that maybe we, we might need to get better at sharing the good news about cultivating the ground of somebody else's uh, heart? So I'm going to submit a few things to you about in this line tonight because it, it has to do with God's heart for the world. Uh, to our friends and our family as well, but also particularly to those who don't know him yet. But how many of you, first of all, want to be that sweet savor, that sweet-smelling fragrance to your own family? Yes, we do, don't we? And we can even think about that tonight as, as far as what Pastor John was saying. Sometimes it's just simply humbling ourselves, and sometimes it's just asking God how we can be more creative. So if we're going to uh, cultivate ground, we, we have to create an atmosphere where there can be uh, an atmosphere of caring, where there can be an atmosphere of love, and we need to steward friendships. Would you agree that we, there are friendships that we need to steward, we need to take some time with, or those that we don't have friendships with, or if somebody is lonely? We had the privilege yesterday of being in a Slavic church in, in um, Brooklyn Park, and uh, after the service, the pastor's wife came bringing a young man to us, and uh, she said, he thinks he knows you. And it turns out his name was Alex, and he was a member of our Abundant Life Church in Minsk before he emigrated to America five years ago. And he was sharing with us about some things. And then he had his wife come to us, and I looked at her, and uh, she's taking English lessons. <clears throat> and he spoke better English than she did, but she, she just was more nervous about it, I think. But they're working in an American company. They decided they weren't going to work in a Russian com company because they wanted to be able to have that communication. And that is just so vital. But as I talked to her, I asked her more about her work, and, and I felt like the Holy Spirit said that she was lonely. And so I said to her, I said, you know, Victoria, what would happen if maybe you considered how you might care for somebody, how you might listen to their story? Sometimes we so much want to be heard that we don't understand what somebody else is talking to us. Or maybe we're, we're not recognizing when someone needs a conversation, we're not demonstrating caring. And so I said, maybe you can think about it from this perspective if you want to be a friend. You know, the scripture says, if you want a friend to be, be friendly, right? And so I didn't really say that, but we want, to, we want to become responsible for cultivating other people's soil. Because if we're going to tell the good news, their soil has to be ready to hear it. And sometimes, as Christians, I know that I have done this. I'm so intent on the end result that I, you know, that we don't mean to force things, but sometimes we're not interested in their stories. And what, what God is telling us, I think, is that he wants us to really in, be interested 
in other people's stories. When they're telling about their kids playing hockey or whatever it is, I believe that the Lord wants us to enter in. And we have to lay down some of ourselves in order to do that. Instead of thinking about what I'm going to say next or what, what, what story do I have to tell that's like that story, but rather to anticipate what they're uh, going to say. Just kind of soak it in and participate and say, well, what happened next? You know, just, just get excited about what they're telling us. And I think it works for kids. I think it works for old people like me. I think it works for all of us in between that we might do that. So we might draw people out and then they feel more comfortable. So we have this flow as we're taking care of those, that person's soil. So I think it's, does that feel like a different perspective to you to cultivate somebody else's soil? It does, it feels like that to me, but I think it's really, really what God's calling to us to in 2019 in particular because there's so many people that are, uh, we're seeing a time of, of such irritation both politically and socially. And what God's calling us to do, I believe, is to cross over that line, cross over that dividing line, and become more effective in our communication with others. But basically, I think he's asking for us to listen. And I think that, excuse me here, uh, what we need to remember is that we're going to sow seeds and not fruit. Fruit takes too long. We just can, we can only just sow seeds for somebody else. We can, we can tell a little bit of good news in our life. Tell it by bits so they can receive it. And so one of the measures that we can see is how we receive other people's stories is how they're going to receive what? Ours. How other people, how we receive other stories is how they will receive us. So we can begin to ask more questions. We begin to listen. We can change how how they're going to receive. And so in this season, that's kind of what I think God is asking us to do. So when we stop, step across that dividing line, it might be in prayer. I heard this story. I'm on the Intercessors of America um, website and get the prayer requests. And, and one of the things that somebody had shared was that uh, they felt impressed to call, you, you would recognize this, this person, uh, their office, it's on the other side of the political line from mine. <laughs> but they were impressed to call that office and tell whoever answered that telephone that they were praying for the, this person who was the head, not the staff person, but for the head person, who's very in a very authoritative position in our country. And so th this person got bold. This is a year of boldness even. This person got bold and called that office and, and said to the lady who answered the phone, I just want you to know that we are praying, I am praying for this person by name. And this, this woman on the other end of the line started to cry. We, we have got to come to the point, I think, where we can understand that we can cross the dividing line because we carry the sweet fragrance of Jesus. And if we allow it, if we're consistent, you know, if our testimony, if our lives are not consistent, um, people don't, don't uh, take that in very well, do they? So we need to ask the Lord how we can, how we can love, how we can cross that line, how we can value their stories, how we can demonstrate care. And some of you who work at jobs and you have challenging people, how many of you have challenging people at your jobs sometimes that you work with? I think these are, <laughs> Pastor Karen's hand was really high. <laughs> and his too. <clears throat> so value their stories. <laughs> demonstrate care. Something particular that they may taste of the goodness of God. Then we're going to be able to share in simplistic form. Remember, some sow, some water, and some reap. We don't always have to be the reaper. 
But hallelujah, sometimes we get to do all of it, right? So there are times when, when all he's asking us to do is to begin to um, draw people out and listen. And he, I just believe that God has anointed us. He's anointed us. Sorry, this cough dropped is <laughs> making it difficult to speak. He's anointing us, I think, to find and to make fertile ground. So let's just take a moment and ask the Holy Spirit if there's somebody in our life, no matter who you are, that he wants you to cultivate their soil. And there's going to be a lot of people, I think, eventually. But let's, Holy Spirit, we just ask you for one right now, whose soil you're showing us, maybe they haven't received us before, how do you want us to cultivate that soil? You know, the Lord was showing me something as we were taking down our Christmas tree. How many of you enjoy seeing the lights on the tree? and uh, the ornaments and things. And what I like a lot is how the light sparkles off on, uh, from the light onto the ornaments. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me and he said, I am taking my people and I'm causing them to be an ornament of light and shining that's to be hung on the trees of other people's lives. And so I think he's calling us, even as Isaiah 60 says, rise and shine. We're to rise and shine in this time. And so Roger's going to share just a little bit more um, what we feel God wants to do in this area of cultivating the soil. Just another uh, thing that gives God glory and uh, is also just really delightful. Okay? Am I on or not? Am I on? <laughs> All right. Um, I want to start off by reading to you Psalm 117 that was brought to us earlier today. But it says there, it's only two verses, it says, Praise the Lord, all you Gentiles. Laud him, all your people, for his merciful kindness is great towards us, and the truth of the Lord endures forever. Then it ends by saying, praise the Lord again. And I was just wondering, uh, I've got a little, uh, I guess they call it a mar Bible marker, but it's, it's seven words for praise in the Hebrew. And uh, the, the, the first one I would like to, to, to talk to you about is Barak. Have you ever heard the name Barak before? <laughs> you know what it means? It says to bless, to kneel, and to salute. So whenever you th think about Barak, you should pray this, that he should be able to be able to bless the Lord and to praise the Lord or to kneel or salute or whatever. Mm -hmm. Another one is halal. That means to shine to rave, to, pr to praise, to boast, to be clamorously foolish, and to act madly. <laughs> Another one is Shabbat. That means to exclaim, to shout, to laud, or to praise command. Uh, another one is Tehillah. That means to a song or a hymn of praise. A, sp a spontaneous expression or spiritual song. Another one is toda, that means a con confession, a praise or thanksgiving. Another one is yada, 
That means to revere or to worship or to give thanks or praise or to lift the hands. Okay? And the last one is zamar, and that means, uh, let's see, where is it? Zamar. To make music, to sing praise, to play a musical instrument, to pluck and to twang. So I want to talk about the main one that we're focusing here on, uh, Psalm 117, the praise the Lord, all you Gentiles. And uh, I'll get to that in just a minute, but it says also that we should praise him for his merciful kindness is great towards us. That merciful kindness or loving kindness or goodness or mercy is great towards all, all people, all men, okay? And then the truth, it says here, uh, and the truth of the Lord endures forever. And the truth is that he is faithful, he's reliable, he's stable, he has a will, or he has a, uh, he will continue all of this, and he will never change, and it, he never causes any difference in that. So, that that's the, the 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 gist of this story. But what I want to get to at the the most important thing is the beginning and the end, and that is the the praising the Lord. And I said that this word praise in Psalm 117 is halal, and that means what you have you have to. Uh, Get out your thing here. It says it, you have to shine, you have to rave, you have to praise, you have to boast, you have to be clamorously foolish, and you have to actually have to act madly. Does that mean that we are we are we are you in favor of acting madly to the Lord? Some of you are nodding yes, yes, yes. Some of you, no, I, I don't know. But if if we want to praise the Lord and act madly, you can't do it by just standing still. Right? You have to move around a little bit like that. So it's, it's, it's very important that we do this. And so... Uh, so when you give thanks, you shine, and this is a, a flash, flash of light, like Myrna was saying before. Make a show of it. You have to boast, be foolish about it. You have to celebrate with madness and uh, make God seem bigger than he, he really is. And he's, he's so big that there is no way to make him bigger, but that, that's the way it should seem to us. So we t- we should tell the story like a, a mad person would do it. <laughs> so, so the only way to do this is we have to be able to communicate with the person about if if you are talking to somebody, say at the water cooler about the Lord, you have to first of all get to know them. That's right. Rather than go ahead and start telling about Jesus, you have to say to, to them, what about, what, about, what about you that makes you so beautiful? 
<laughs> I said, back Natalie. That's the water cooling all that. So, anyway. That's for sure. So you have to tune in to, to what their story is rather than boasting about the Lord and your story. Before, first you have to get them to tell what's on their heart. And it may not be something about the Lord, it may be something else. And you can work around that. But in fact, you may be able not be able to share everything about the Lord the first time. Just make a friend with him. And maybe the next time you can maybe make a little more friend. And the next time you can come up and hug him. <laughs> I know. I wouldn't mean that. So. You can to me. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I wanted to share with you that uh, uh, there's a, a, something that I, that I would like the, the congregation to, to get involved in tonight. Into halal. Into halal, okay. And that is... To share, to share a thought or an impression about something that God has given you or done for you or, or made an impression upon you this past, uh, maybe this past even year. And, uh, um, maybe the most impacting thing yeah, that God has done. Yeah. And I want you to find a partner and not your wife or your husband. You have to find somebody else. That's that's going to be hard for some of you, I know, but I think it'll work. <laughs> so, um, because it's wonderful to know that God wants you, you to do something that be, be above and beyond what, what has already happened. And I would like to to share you know, a story that we shared last time we were here about the hundred dollars. Do you ever you ever had had the hundred dollar bill? Some of you yes, and some of you don't now know. One day, Bernard was getting up and reading the Bible, and she opened up one page and it was kind of sticky and she thought she spilled jelly on it or something. But anyway, she opened it up and there was a brand new $100 bill in the Bible. And she and I discussed this and what's that $100 bill doing there? I know I never put it there. It's usually wandering up in my billfold. And anyway, we decided that it was an angel that put that $100 bill in there. And so we decided that why did an angel put that $100 bill there? And when you read the story, what was it? Well, I thought, well, if an angel put it there, I better see why he put it where, where yeah. he did. Yeah. And in that spot, it talked about giving to the poor and even not considering if they, needed to, if they need help more than once, that you'd still be willing to give it. And we realized that one of the, the men from the jail who, or the prison who'd been released that we're going to be seeing that week, we knew that he needed money. And we said, that's not our money, it's Joe's. So the testimony. Testimony is that uh, we gave it to him and, and he cried because he didn't have any money when he drove up to us. In fact, he had to stop at a gas station before he got to us and he asked a lady or somebody there for some money to fill up, or not fill up his gas she tank. She gave him $2. She gave $2 and he got $2 worth of gas. Then it probably was worth... Not half a gallon <laughs> back then, you know. 
But anyway, that's what he got when he was drove, drove up to, in our, to our place. And uh, so when, when we gave him the $100 bill, he just broke down and cried. And then, and then thereafter, I don't want to go over the whole story again, but what we're trying to say tonight is we all have a testimony. The testimonies are, the meaning of the word testimony is that God wants to do it again. Yeah. So we can tell little testimonies. This is actually too long for whole story to somebody, but the, for, for, because you're our people, we can tell you that as we gave that 100 away, we've, we've had that $100 bill replaced many, many, many times. Yeah. We had never gotten $100 bills before, and we, we began to get $100 bills. It was just, it's just been so exciting. That's how good our God is. So the stories that we share, we want to tell the goodness of God. So as you're thinking tonight, I hope you're thinking right now, maybe some of the most impacting thing that happened in your life so that, that you will have that joy of the Lord that you can share that with halal to somebody else. And what we want to share too is that in our lives from now on, let's intentionally halal somebody. Intentionally. God wants us to move intentionally. We gotta get out of our comfort zones and intentionally halal somebody, listen to their story, just say, is that how it went? You know, just really get excited because it's not being pretentious. It, we're going to learn that that's how the diffusion of his fragrance is done. It's, it's sweet that way. And so those who haven't been able to receive before, as we begin changing, maybe tactic for some of us. But so, what do you want to share, honey? Well, I just was going to share now. You've been thinking about what you're going to share, but you don't know who you're going to share it with because you don't know who's going to shared with <laughs> but you should go ahead and stand up right now please turn around and look around and see some people and when you get to find somebody to share with take about five or ten minutes to share with what one person and then that's person should share back with you what, what the God did in their lives. Five minutes per person. Five minutes per person. Hello, we're wanting to hear hello now. Yeah. Clamorously foolish. <laughs> Let God be big. Okay, kids. Okay, kids are Look at what's your name? Luann. We just need to, we need to close it with the right thing.
Town to switch. What's that? Hey, one more minute, and we'll have a switch. Okay, now switch partners. I mean, not switch what partners, story? but tell the other person. The other person tell the story now. The other person no, tell the story. Stay with the, stay, stay with the same people, but tell the other. <laughs> Just so the two of you get a chance, so that each of you gets to share though. Oh, here's what's up. He, sit, he sits with a little t tablet up here. So, let's just do something clamorously foolish to the Lord before we quit now. We've done it to each other. Let's just close by doing something clamorously foolish unto the Lord. Praise the Lord. Ask them to stay where it is. Just stay standing up. But let's. You want me to do it? Yeah. No. 
we're looking at 80% of the kids have no problems. Oh, try. 80%. See. That means and the men are that, that are there bring uh, training up in the way the child can go. It's a terrible terrible scenario for raising And seventy thousand people last year died from overdoses. I know, isn't that something? <laughs> That's why we've got to become more effective in we have two things in mind that we know you want to do, but we don't know exactly how you open the door for that. But the gal that was with us in Poland last year, that was from Florida, um, she's gotten invested in us and she knows people from Poland. And there's a group called Zachary, Z4 for Zachary. And there's, there's a movie script beginning. Central and the coast there. So we see how it's connected. So we'll have some people there. But I would really know that I know the Like we said today, it was like. It's Because you're tethered in the spirit. Yeah. Yeah. You're moving out again, again into another realm. That's right. <laughs> And I, I really believe that God's going to be with you and have you. Amen. This is a year for signs and wonders. Yeah. Yes. That's right. Lord, even tonight here, what else do you want to do? We just, we have to be, I mean, we want to be that you know, do something that will cause their own, everybody's soil to be cultivated, to be able to receive the sign. Amen. They need to set salvation. They need salvation. Amen. Signs and wonders and mighty deeds. Yes, it does. <laughs> Mighty deeds. Mighty deeds. <laughs> Think about that. Mighty deeds. They, they're done by God. Yeah. Done by God. What's that? The mighty deeds that are done by God. Oh, yeah. Well, it's 8.30. Well, honey, we need to go talk to John. <laughs> okay. Uh, we can cut it off. How soon do you want to cut it off? I mean, you know. Yeah, just let people fellowship. What, what, I, what I can do is in a few minutes I'll just walk up and go. No, well, unless you have we a, thought a, it, I thought it would be good to say, all right, now we've shared this. Let's just give one loud halal to the Lord. Yeah, okay. yeah just okay. do that. Just stay right where they're at. Just tell them they can do it right where they're at. Okay, somebody's still sharing, which is really good. So. And then they're free until tomorrow night. Tomorrow morning or tomorrow. Here's your microphone. Okay.
So as we finish up, we want to do one last thing. Kind of right where you are. Don't sit down. Don't sit down. You can just stay right where you are. But we began with talking about praising the Lord and halaling the Lord. So that's what you've been doing is you've been sharing your testimonies. You've been giving him glory, right? That's right. But let's just give him a shout. She sang, we sang earlier tonight about shout to the Lord. That's one way. So, yay, God! Yay, Lord! Yay, Lord! Hallelujah! Bless you! We honor you! We thank you! We bless you! <laughs> Hallelujah! Come on, let's get a little more clamorous. <laughs> Yes, Jesus. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. So you're welcome to continue to visit. And uh, Pastor John just wants to remind you that it starts at 10 tomorrow and, and 2 and 7. Yep. So, Amen. been a great day. Lord, we bless. Thank you, Lord. Yes, thank you.